कृपया ध्यान दें पॉडकास्ट नंबर छ तीन शून्य शून्य एक शून्य शून्य सात दो पाँच शून्य हैदराबाद से दुनिया को जाने वाली हाइया पॉडकास्ट का नया एपिसोड प्लेटफॉर्म नंबर स्पॉटिफाई आई ट्यून्स एप्पल पॉडकास्ट गूगल पॉडकास्ट पे रवाना होने के लिए तैयार है धन्यवाद आर यू बोर्ड आर यूर ड्राइव लोनली आर यूर सुपरफिशियल सोशल मीडिया फ्रेंड्स ऑफ नो यूज आर यू स्टिल वेरिंग यूर ओल्ड जीन्स वेल डो नॉट वरी बिकॉज इट इज थर्सडे एंड थर्सडे स्टैंड फॉर थैंकिंग गॉड फॉर द थर्सडेज एंड ऑल्सो द थाई गैप्स न्यू पॉडकास्ट एपिसोड हाउ डज दैट चेंज यूर थर्सडे वेल यू हैव समन टू लिसन टू but that won't change the scope of you not to talk to anybody and you're still lonely and you know it doesn't matter you're still depressed and kind of very aloof and all that and you're an outcast but hence thigh gap podcast because you need it we know it so here hosting the thigh gap podcast episode 4 i am being brute and with me is my absolutely disgraceful host bogus nog hey bogus what's up what's happening man what's happening dude Uh, it's all good you know it's uh, three episodes out uh, we're on a journey a short one but it's a journey nevertheless yes i agree all good things come to an end quick you know? feedback how was my intro because this is the first time i'm doing the intro right yeah i think uh, we'll we'll hear about it <laughs> eventually <laughs> someday uh, someday we will hear about it let's see how's it going with you brute Well, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing much changed. Still being inside our houses, not depending on you know external socialization. Yeah, you know that's what rem- uh, I was reminded of when you said uh, you opened with boring drives, right? Yeah, we're not having too many drives itself. I know, I know. And driving is so in- so important, right? So important, especially I don't know for guys who are. It's therapeutic for me, at least. Not if you're in traffic, but I mean. If you have your windows up and you can scream as loud as you want, you know, show all the road rage you have, then it is very therapeutic. That is, yeah. If you build the ideal scenario that you mean, yeah, exactly, yeah. And you know, it's in your hands. Like, yeah, I can speak yeah. my heart inside the to bu- nobody inside the bubble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very therapeutic. You know, if only cars are psychiatrists and they can, you know, respond think- to all your inner thoughts. I think there are two places which can be very therapeutic for me. Like how cars are for you, mm. bathrooms are like that for me. Whenever I go to the toilet, oh, yeah. uh, trust me, the conversation that I have with myself yeah. is ridiculously high level. You know, and we're all so much more musically inspired uh, while we're in the bathroom. You know, there's something about that place which just the flush getting turned on opens up your lungs. Absolutely, yeah, man. Oh, the bathroom too. Opens up your lungs and quite a few other places oh, as well. Oh, that it is a first place, drop of the dirt. Oh, it is a place for you know freedom, the feeling oh, of freedom. Freedom, dude. The, the wind going inside you from whichever angle possible, and then going back out. Sometimes, if it's going out your mouth, you could make it musical, and be a singer. And also, you know. Going to the bathroom is like one step from hunger. You know, when you come out, your mm-hmm. stomach is empty, and you're so hungry, right? And you so miss the place already mm-hmm. that you want to fill that stomach again so you can go back to bathroom. You know, that's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole day we are just coping with the need to finally go into that room. Yeah. So anyways bogus quite a Come. stimulating um thought you know to I know. to ponder over and the process of being mentally stimulated you know what that's called they say that's called inspiration yeah heard that word before yeah so the process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something mm feels especially to do something creative that's what 
they say inspiration is, but that's the that's not the funny thing. You want you want to hear something funny? Yeah. This is why I look into the etymology of words. Okay. So. So you're going to tell the meaning of the word. Not the meaning of the word. It is it is it's basically like it's a blueprint or okay. it's history or it's DNA, like mm-hmm. how it came about. Mm-hmm. So it comes from a late Latin word called inspirare. Okay. Inspirare. Inspirare. Looks, sounds like a it's, Hyundai it's car. Latin, Latin. Yeah, it's, I know, but yeah. you know, doesn't it sound like a Hyundai car, like a Korean car trying to sell itself in the English market? Yeah, I mean, it's the kind of name. It's the kind of a name that only Hyundai can come up with. I, think. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and have dancers in the background. Thank you. Thank you very much, India. Yeah, okay. So. <laughs> Thank you, Shahrukh Khan. A lot of people to thank for that. Um, Inspirare. And uh, so the colloquial meaning is what I said earlier, okay? Process of being mentally stimulated to do or feel something, especially to do something creative. The medical meaning of inspiration is the act of breathing in. Or infusing. Inhalation. Yeah, inhalation. So for doctors, inhalation itself is inspiration. Mm-hmm. What a charmed life. I know. But The um, body is breathing, guys. Yeah. Take him to the operational theater. You're right inspired now. every second. Um, but can I just inter- interject? Yeah. Uh, when you're talking about the medical way of describing inspiration. Yeah. I think the effect of inspiration is lost the moment the bill comes out. You know, I mean, the breathing might stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, the drugs will not work and inspiration anymore. itself is breathing it's breathing yeah. yeah so it's a counterproductive more i see what you're saying yeah 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 so back to the etymology so far what what do we have we have mental stimulation mm-hmm. to do something creative so there is creativity linked in the colloquial meaning right. okay in medical terms it is pure inhalation you're just breathing it in yeah and that's inspiration in the middle english period inspiration or the root word of inspiration inspirare and all of that what it actually means is divine guidance hmm okay so basically you're talking about enlightenment and stuff no, like that no 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 it is it is how when people say the idea just dropped into my head right like as if they didn't really build it they were just sitting and working on it working on it suddenly from nowhere it just takes this completely different turn yeah you just get the whole picture like ramanujan always claimed that uh, did you do you know this so basically ramanujan was this mathematical genius right yeah uh, we all know him yeah. because we are south indians so we know him better uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> apologies uh. <laughs> but uh, ramanujan always claimed that the the ganesha uh. god the god ganesha right. has actually put put in all these mathematical equations in his head. Okay. So he never could explain how he came to a derivation. Right. He just said that this just happened. Like right. These things just happened. So yeah. you are saying that this is also a kind of inspiration. Oh, yeah. The, like those, going to the mid, mid-English, what, what is The it? definition of what like you described hmm. is basically called an inspired moment. Hmm. You know, like someone having an inspired moment is where like... He just saw these equations. Right. They just occurred to him or appeared to like him. Like the beautiful mind also, right? Well, that is... That is a little different? Yeah, that is game theory. That's totally different. But anyways, hmm. so Ramanujam, yeah, it's totally inspiration, okay. what that is describing. And so the funny thing for me was, when you look into the history of these words, how they came about, the first initial meaning was more along divine guidance. Hmm. So which means... Forget, don't, let's, if we, if we don't uh, get too hung up on the divine word and just think of it as external, mm-hmm. right? It is not you. Something else is guiding you. Right. And the process of being mentally stimulated to feel something. Right. And the act of breathing in itself. Right. So you're b- breathing in. And I think about what, what they make you do in pranayam. Okay. You have to breathe in a lot. So you're mixing two completely different things. I'm just seeing a pattern here is what I'm saying. So it's, and I think if we have to talk about inspiration, here itself you get a good picture of what is being discussed when someone says inspiration, you know, which is, it is all these things at once, which is, it is also something else guiding you or 
you know showing you or influencing you in some way mm-hmm. and that is also tied into just the mere act of you breathing in and breathing out so then the a little pro- lost but i think i get what you're saying yeah i mean you get the flavor i get the flavor yeah, yeah. and that that's all you come to thaya for we, we we don't have all the answers here yeah 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 we ourselves are searching for the answers which is a great thing and in that note you know what jiddu krishnamurthy has said what right he always said that merely observing a certain reality without really judging it mm. is in itself is intelligence no he uh, he actually said that was the highest form of wisdom for, yeah highest form of intelligence wisdom wisdom, wisdom okay. because wisdom is quite different from intelligence yeah fair enough yeah that is a different conversation yeah, uh, yeah. in our terminology i think that's a different episode altogether yeah as to what is wisdom to intelligence yeah. but i get you know this is what we do here what i why i bought in content that is, it's fucking content <laughs> so why i bought that in is that's what we are trying to do here right we're yeah. not trying to judge what is right or wrong no just we observe basically yeah we are observing things and we are trying to see okay it's like what, oh look there's a what, bird you what, know yeah what, what inspires us yeah and if you see a bird you just say it's a bird that's it you don't add or remove or what kind manipulate of bird that information is. just say it like it is what, what is, is that a fucking hard to do what yeah. whether the bird is singing exactly you saw a bird you say i saw a bird yeah that's it that's about it hey bro i see a bird Yeah so you're saying that okay so basically what you're saying is it is a divine intervention in a way the mid english guys yeah. basically converted this whole definition of inspiration uh from No it got converted here What is the first definition again inspirare what does inspirare mean divine uh, divine intervention is it divine guidance Oh for well, that itself is the first definition Yeah yeah okay okay So it got converted now But we don't know who made that It's from latin Okay. Yeah. So you could say it has Greek roots most likely. Most likely Greek roots. Yeah. 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 For Who sure. Who are pagans surprisingly. You know this yeah. is the funny part, right? Yeah. These Greeks are pagans yeah. primarily. Uh-huh. So they don't have the, you know, contemporary understanding of divinity or, you know, god and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. They had a different interpretation of what divinity was. All the pagan types. All the pagan types, right? Yeah. And yet these are the guys who are deriving meanings for different words saying that so for them if we go back and put things into perspective maybe what greeks meant or the latins meant was it's a divine guidance right and pagans are followers of nature right right, right. so it might be a simple the simplest you know what do you say meaning what it might have meant in a simple form is look around you in your nature and whatever guides you towards it is essentially your inspiration yeah i mean imagine it's a sunny day you're walking across the woods you sit under a tree and all of a sudden you write a poem or an apple falls on your head or an apple falls on <laughs> your head and then there is this whole I mean, syllabus how do you ate... not share credit with the ambience you know that that's what caused it like if i was right. sitting at my home hmm. because of a lockdown obviously no app- apples are falling but no one's under them yeah and which is which is very ironical because uh, not ironical which is very interesting in a way a, a lot of great poets and writers and all always went to one place yeah yeah you know they either went to mountains yeah. they went to a beach the mountains uh, are amazing yeah me. so like you know so maybe what the latins meant by divine was not the god divine exactly but more like the nature divine around yeah, right yeah that's why i was trying to call out specifically like don't get hung up on the divine word yeah i know what what they mean by that is multiple things yeah but it's it's good to break it down also right yeah, that's, yeah so yeah. that we know where we are going yeah. in a way so basically now where they say stimulation and uh, to do something creative it it started off as basically explaining the source of creativity itself hmm. now people are talking about it is a urge to do something creative so that is where the meaning was and how, what it's come to yeah right now so this is quite important because when you are having a discussion with someone these days and arguments or whatever you'll be using these terms without really 
but behind the terms you'll be having different definitions of what the term means in each of your heads right so you almost never meet ha huh. because of that you always feel like na we're not falling on the same page so i just wanted to go over a few no i just wanted to go over a few quotes that i pulled out related to inspiration let me just get inspired breathe in yeah just get inspired inspire some of that oxygen inside you yes booyah ka shot guys take it all right okay um so the first quote is from sri arbindo sri arbindo ghosh one of the i think one of the untold heroes of the independence movement i guess he is definitely i studied in a school which you know which basically was built on his thinking oh so my whole schooling was happened with the whole arbindo's philosophies yeah so so i yeah he's a fantastic guy but i think he's pondicherry is filled with Arbindo yeah, yeah, followers, yeah. Orville right? and yeah. all that Orville stuff. Orville and everything. So I've, I know there are quite a few who... I got a chance to go to Pondicherry when I was a kid. And it I is just, a fantastic place. I just remember it's a very unique experience in itself. Right. Like you don't get that anywhere else. Right. And yeah, it's something different. So what he had to say was, inspiration is a slender river of brightness leaping from a vast and eternal knowledge. it exceeds reason more perfectly than reason exceeds the knowledge of the senses and no we're not going to explain that just uh, play it back and listen to it if you know it was not clear okay i think it was crystal clear yeah considering that we read this about a thousand times before we actually said it out but can you just repeat it for the sake of me yeah so he's saying it is a slender river of brightness uh-huh. leaping from a vast and eternal knowledge So that's so like if I have to draw a picture basically vast and eternal knowledge is like a mountain and then this river of brightness inspiration is leaping from it right and it exceeds reason more perfectly than reason exceeds the knowledge of the senses okay he twisted noodle nicely three different uh, heavy concepts in that yes so and he just simply put it in plain he way. just served it on the plate yeah this is what great guys do oh yeah they give you but they don't give you no you know they i mean one of the biggest traits i've observed in all these great leaders right you always leave it unsaid a little bit yeah so that you figure it out yeah and that's a way of filtering out from the crowd because like they say samajhdar ko ishara kafi correct yeah that's it the top 20% need to get it 80% is pareto law yeah. you can't you can't do anything filtered. you can't do anything about it they let in the second class the remedial <laughs> <laughs> okay the next quote is from federico fellini mm-hmm. one of he's an italian director oh the movie director is Mo- a co- more contemporary guy no 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 when compared to arbindo no greats old and great okay so, but he comes from a different you know subject matter expert altogether yeah i mean he's considered to be one of the best filmmakers of all time any movies um there is one called eight and a half but we'll save that for our recommendations oh okay so he's an italian director um he lived from 1920 to 1993 you should check out his films if you have the time um so he says very interesting because this guy was pretty frank straightforward in his way of talking he's like the italian mahesh but oh my god <laughs> yeah, i just spoiled that image for you oh he just turned the taste dude Okay. Uh <laughs> Okay, anyways. Or, or I can make it worse by the way. No, no, please. Please. Is he is he the Italian Ramgopal Verma? <laughs> <laughs> Fellini ki aag. <laughs> okay. Um so what he said was I don't believe in total freedom for the artist. Left on his own, free to do anything he likes, the artist ends up doing nothing at all. Uh, That's interesting, yeah. If there's one thing that's dangerous for an artist it is precisely this question of total freedom. Yeah. Waiting for the waiting for inspiration and all the rest of it. Yeah, I think it's it's a very interesting thing because I was also kind of thinking on the same lines that see generally a moment of inspiration right is followed by a certain display of of ability or skill. Mhm. Right? Not always. 
it has to be for instance i'll give you an, i'll like explain it with an example okay i have an example i'll tell, i'll go after you okay thanks for that opportunity bogus so what i want to say is okay basically see imagine you are like take sachin story right now sachin got inspired to become like or you know was, was inspired to become like a mainstream cricketer after he saw the moment of india winning world cup in 83 till that moment in sachin's own words he was just playing it for the fun of it and he was liking the fact that he's playing but then he started applying himself after he got this moment of you know epiphany or whatever you call it that hey you know what this is amazing like my own country is one like this pinnacle of a sport i want to be that right i want to be there so then he started applying his ability which he kind of discovered at that moment that he is actually that good till that time there was the ability in the sleep mode but once this inspiration bit started kind of embraced him or he embraced that moment he started showing his real potential and that seems to be the pattern for every other guy who has that moment of inspiration and then his this beast mode comes out of them where everything is in a superlative mode right like they become there is this huge thrive of being the best they somehow understand the whole process instantly like they don't really have to sit and work obviously there is guidance there's so many other variables but i'm looking oh, at yeah, it yeah, yeah. the, there's, there's a lot of uh, time i agree there is there is a lot of variables yeah, yeah. but what i'm saying is from a bird's eye view if you look if you look back at sachin's career right mm-hmm. it more or less looks he has done it single handedly right the fact is that there are people involved there yeah. are this his archrika sir who kind of shaped him and groomed him into you know what is the right way of batting and yeah. then there was someone else who kind of groomed him then there were captains who kind of supported him right there are a lot of people yeah. but the process in itself this guy somehow figured it out as a person if you take him as one individual he just figured out how to be the best in what he is doing right so i think because of what he is doing now nobody speaks about the moment where he actually got inspired like if you go back on a on on the same timeline uh-huh. today people speak about great captains today speak, people speak about all the talent india has in cricket yeah but not many people really talk about what inspired this talent or this churn of heavy talent in cricket if you go back it was that moment when india won world cup in 83 right before that india was not even like a competitor right for teams like west indies australia or you know england and all these like for, for all i know zimbabwe was on the same page as india probably. in 83 world cup yeah probably right yeah. so but then you see what india has done so the actual the ability aspect kind of overshadows the important aspect of inspiration or the moment of inspiration is what i feel And okay I, that's i think that's a fair example i mean it's a great example but it's a valid example um the other other side of this is there is a musical piece okay it's called classical gas mm-hmm. the musical piece okay and this is uh, you know in guitar there's a classic guitar which has one extra string the seven string one or like the yeah, it's called one. the classic so there is acoustic okay. and then there is electric, electric. and but there's a classic which there's is a bass guitar also yeah there's a bass also but yeah. there's classic which is that one extra string okay. it sounds a little bit different because they use different kind of strings for that oh i think there's nylon strings nylon or strings or something yeah. like that so this guy um he's a music musician okay this guy is a guitarist some random guy in the us huh. i forgot his name huh he once went to one afternoon he went to the gas station to put gas in his car and while he was filling up the gas all of a sudden this entire musical piece just popped into his head that's how he describes it and because that happened that way he came back immediately to his home he played it and he wrote down he wrote down the you know the notation and he had his piece and it's called classical gas you can still find it on youtube if you search who is the artist I forget his name. So his most famous work is this piece. Let me just go into my memory palace and figure out who's the artist. Oh my It's god. It's a classic gas. Classical. Classical gas. Classical gas. Mason Williams. Mason Williams. Great. So I You can thank me. We can't obviously play it now. You can still thank me. Thank you very much. It's okay, Bogus. 
we can we can't still play it right now uh, but if you listen to that music you you know that the just the way it is structured it is not a straightforward tune it is quite hard to play on the uh, classical guitar as well it's one of i won't say it's one of the hardest but it's quite hard um it's like stairway to heaven or something is it no 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 it's it's much faster <laughs> there's the most complicated like chords that i know not that i play but i heard people say that i mean not that i play as well i yeah. tried but uh, yeah oh we all tried we, we all, all tried we all playing tried. guitar and then we all tried being a stand up all of us were inspired for the same goal yeah is to get popular with girls some some inspirations you know they just uh, yeah and i know of one guy who plays amazing guitar and still is not popular with girls that's like the saddest story you know i know and he needs a podcast more than anyone well, podcast <laughs> so that was federico fellini uh speaking of guitars there's a quote by guitar god joe satriani and uh, he says my inspirations don't come from outer space they just come to me i have no idea why they come when they do i just saved this because no fluff no fancy yeah. language he's just honest yeah is it's so simple to understand yeah but absolutely means nothing to us because we don't <laughs> freaking understand or or you know perceive what he actually meant by that no that's why exactly are all what these I mean. things so cryptic why is it so because cryptic you know that's be- what irritates me because beyond a point we never have the actual answer to anything or beyond a point you think there's no right or wrong you don't know for sure which proves judukishna murthy right right I mean he's right about a lot of things. Yeah. Um we love Jiddu Krishnamurthy and we expect everybody to love Jiddu Krishnamurthy. Thank you very much. There's another quote by Rabindranath Tagore. Oh, it's not um and you know this is where the simplicity of language is how much he stuffed into just one small sentence. It's not directly about inspiration but it is related to the process of creativity and the quote is by plucking her petals you do not gather the beauty of the flower i have a similar quote which might put me on the same pedestal as rabindranath tagore please killing the duck that gives you golden egg oh. doesn't make you rich how the f- how did you come up with that dude dude sheer brilliance it was a moment of inspiration man i breathed and I that's breathed. the topic of this episode okay Um oh by the way guys uh just want to do uh put out some message for the sake of the greater good mm-hmm. as you are listening to this podcast that, that, that's a horrible word by the way what the greater good okay fine yeah uh the good yeah just the good <laughs> just the good mm-hmm. uh is as you are listening to the podcast you can as well go back to the player and start following us or share the podcast with your friends and family because if you are lonely they are lonely too we can edit this part out i guess right no i i, I was just leaving it silent so that it sinks in you know that they remember that they have to press those buttons just when you said remember right now yeah it reminded me of how mufasa says remember remember Simba. yeah it, you have a good voice for a background voice artist i can be a yeah i can be a voice over artist guy i yeah. think this podcast should be a resume by the way Like if anybody is like have you done any work before absolutely yeah but the reason that quote i read out uh, so by coming back to the topic by tagore you know by plucking her petals you do not gather the beauty of the flower is because i just want to call it out like a warning sign for anyone this side of the world you know like uh, people here be wary of the western process because like the divide and rule kind of philosophy it is dissection yeah i was just about to use that word but then yeah. it sounded like a medical term so i didn't want to use it it is a medical term yeah but it fits so well but inspiration as well is a medical term you see so now i know where respiration came come from has come from yeah although i still don't clearly exactly know what it means yeah, but inspiration, uh, respiration breathing yeah, padada padada um so yeah so dissection is what the west the philosophy of the west has always been more weightage on intellect and more weightage on dissection to learn about things and less about wisdom and that uh, different perspective uh 
Yeah, yeah. Which is more the Eastern way of thought. So if you are in the East, you know, do as the Romans do. You know, like if you're in the East, don't go behind the dissection thing. By plucking up petals, Tagore says, you do not gather the beauty of the flower. Okay. It is, I am not completely with it. I mean, maybe I don't understand that. Hmm. But this, okay, so here is the thing, right? Eastern civilization, if you can say, if if we bifurcate the West and the East, by the way, by saying that you yourself are dissecting the West and the East, but say we bifurcate the whole world uh-huh. into the west and the east mm. and say there are two I cultures mean, in, at the end of the day we should not even make the dissection I agree with you because it, it's all China at <laughs> yeah. one point of time yeah. you know the landmass it all used to be one landmass land it was mass. called Pangaea correct and that was China at that point right. of time but so, so if I mean whatever yeah. the world the nature itself is dissecting so maybe they're not being unreasonable is what I'm saying Fair enough. Yeah. But, you know, the nature itself is dissecting. So, who are we not to? Yeah, I mean, true. Right? Yeah. So, the, the thing, I'm sorry. The thing that I'm trying to say is, the West always believed in, you know, breaking things down to understand it easier. Yeah. And it's a fair thing. Fair, yes. Right? Because if you don't, if I don't have the aptitude to understand, say, quantum physics, then I have to start with a more simpler physics, which will lead me to quantum physics. When you say fair, do you also mean that it is fair because it's the starting step? It's the starting step. But you don't stop there. There is more. Yeah, you should never, I mean, again, there's so many things that get involved at the end of the day. Right. That, but I'm just talking about the philosophy or the approach Mm -hmm. that they have, right, Mm -hmm. of breaking things and then figuring out. I think it's a very basic step. Yeah. Now, once once we come to the eastern side, now I don't know what exactly is the starting point of the eastern civilization evolving or setting up, mm-hmm. but it seems that from time bygone, mm-hmm. everybody, starting from the Aryabhata to you know the Chinese kings, Miao monks and all of them, right? All of them, <laughs> right? Looked at things from the bri- broader perspective, uh-huh. like from the bird's eye view, mm-hmm. and they somehow figured out that. You know, this is what must be inside it. Or this is what is inside it. Yeah, basically they went in. They went in themselves. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that is a better way of saying it. Eastern civilizations or Eastern cultures, they basically dwelled more internally than going externally. Yeah. Which is why, and somehow even they found out atom long back. And even the Westerners found out atom, you know, recently. Later. Later, right? So... There is no right or wrong way. Basic that that is what I get out of it. You might. It's I, a balance. It's a balance. It yeah. should be a balance between the two. Correct. Yeah. So, so that's the reason why I don't completely agree that you, you know, by plucking the petals you won't see the beauty of the flower. Correct. But by plucking the petals, you know how the bird, the flower came in the first place. Right. So you're. Then not gathering the beauty, but you are trying to understand yeah, something you're, else. Yeah, you are going behind the why. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that's a totally different. That's a totally different agenda altogether. Agenda, yeah. right? But if you take it in terms of inspiration, right? Uh, no, this is okay. This is a question I have. Do you think all forms of creativity are a byproduct of inspiration? Any form of creativity. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, I have the same opinion. So there's no argument. There so we can no. move on. Yeah. <laughs> Your Honor, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, ultimately, what is the result of all of this is exactly if if you are like us, if you are or were like us, where you also thought about this topic or this subject and, you know, it's just a chance to go a little bit deeper, see where it came from, what was the original intent and what it has changed to. So that when you encounter this word going forward anywhere in front of you, you also know what intent is being used and what the message basically is. If you ask me what I meant by all of that, even I don't have any idea. Yeah, it was so slow that I lost me in the middle. Forget yeah. about what people are doing. But <laughs> I just went and brushed my teeth, came back. I saw you still talking. 
then i had some tea came back it's perfect i have one question yeah okay and it's a very interesting question and it's related uh-huh. to inspiration okay what happens if you go behind inspiration what do you think because from what you have you know described inspiration as till now right is you inspiration just comes to you right there is no set way how it comes it just comes to you well i think there's two ways it comes one is it just drops like bird shit right out of nowhere yeah the other is you have to earn it where you have to do some work for it and then it comes to you Fair otherwise so, it doesn't okay let's put it then then this is what i'm going to ask right in the first scenario we can't really do anything about it right can't. it just, it just happens. it's luck if you're lucky the bird shits on you if you're not doesn't right time right place right branch correct right yeah. right tree right tree yeah in the second case how do you earn inspiration this is this is what is the rock, it's like a million dollar question right my theory and just a theory everybody relax you know my theory is uh, that you have to make some actions towards that like if you figure out what your motivation is you know what are you motivated by or what are you motivated to do and you want inspiration you have to show action which is you have to start doing some work in that regard and the more you do it depending on you what your luck levels it happens sooner or maybe it can happen later but some i just what i'm saying is the two ways that i noticed inspiration behaving is one it just drops like bird shit the other you have to earn it so in simple terms what you're saying is if you have a north star right and you start applying yourself towards the north star right somewhere down the road you get inspired yeah and Absolute there's no there's nonsense. no saying i do not agree with that nonsense i don't think that is how it happens okay because apparently you so this is this paper uh, which was written in harvard by a bunch of psychologists oh great okay yeah and uh, it goes in tune with a lot of other you know leaders speak about mm-hmm. right and what they say is that uh, if you sought after if you go behind inspiration or if you are expecting inspiration of any form in yeah. any way yeah that will lead you to delusion okay i mean that is what that is what is the thing because it's a interesting thing here now you are going in a path and imagine you are you hit this road you hit this dead end right. while going to a north side that happens right yeah where you feel like hey i'm working so hard nothing is happening blah 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 i wish i get like a lucky break right right and then there is humans being what we are we tend to start visualizing that lucky break right now when you do it enough we also have the ability of creating an illusion okay what supports this is i'll tell you inspired people have shown the characteristics of humility and openness okay all the people who have been inspired like in the natural process or however it is mm-hmm. they have sh- they have shown heavy traits of being humble being open being collaborative etc 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 I think this connects to Never stop me when I'm talking. I don't stop you. Don't you show your finger to my nose. I don't like it because it's not professional. Or oh, it was to your nose, was it? If yeah. it was really to your nose then you have a big fucking nose. I have a big fucking nose and I have a lot of And that's really your problem. Nose. Anyways, I'll let you go this time. <laughs> um so what I was saying was uh, what you were saying just reminded me that what you were saying I actually inspired you. It connects it connects to the, what we were talking about in the motivation episode which is it should be negligible it is it is a stage where you should not dwell too long you're supposed to move on quickly from there into mm-hmm. yeah yeah that i agree into right work. and now you're saying for inspiration if you sing if you sought after it no yeah if you seek after just inspiration for inspiration's sake you know and mm-hmm. you're just going after that like yeah. i want to get inspired you could get delusional because You're, you're creating scenarios in your own head. Yeah, I mean you're supposed to go off from that stage soon, right. but you're not, you're dwelling in it. Right. And now you're getting delusional. Yeah, so that's the reason why I feel that what you said that when you keep moving on mm-hmm. or when you when you apply yourself in a certain pattern and say that at some point is bound to happen, mm-hmm. 
I don't think that's how it works. Uh, I think the goal should not be to get inspired. Mm-hmm. You know what I say? Yeah. Huh? What is the goal then? The goal is, you know, it's a, well, it's a four post thing with a net. And it's on either sides of the football field. Yeah. And you're supposed to ultimately kick the ball. Yeah, baby. Now you're talking. Into the goal. Absolutely. And the more goals a team scores, the, that particular team wins. Oh, behave. Yeah, baby. And this is really the main takeaway of this episode on inspiration. Yeah, is, I think I think it's a... Yeah, we wrapped it up. It, this is a long topic. I mean, it's, it's a very big topic, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's it's definitely... I'm sure... It changes from subject to perspective of each individual. Yeah, I'm sure through this experience, you know, the people can relate how complicated it is to explain what a football goal is. Yeah. There's, there's a lot a lot of layers. I mean, it goes deep. And also to spell the name of that Italian director you mentioned. Yeah. It's very complicated. This is the easiest way to remember him is... Fellini. His, yeah, it's uh, the Italian Ramgopal Varma. Oh, That's the easiest way to remember, guys. So awesome. We are now coming to the last segment of the podcast at episode four at Thai Gap. So this is the parcel section, as we call it, because we are going to give you some parcels so you can take it home and fucking eat it. We really need to find a better name for this. No, I love parcel section. Oh, my God. It appeals to the masses. <laughs> I don't think it does, actually. It, it does, Bogus. I am the masses. Anyways, I am the masses, too. Let me just explain what happens in the parcel section, guys, yes. quickly, just so that you have an understanding. You get a parcel. Go. Bogus, Go. No, I think I, I want to go after you. You oh, start. Okay, fair enough. So we are. So my recommendation for this episode is a fantastic movie. Again, one of my favorite actors, uh, Peter Sellers. I oh. think one of the most versatile actors. One of the best. Uh, the movie industry has ever seen across the globe. In fact, also, also stage. Also stage, but I don't. I don't know if we can. If we have anything where we can see his stage performances. So there is a old YouTube clip where he does. Shakespeare lines from Richard the First or something, mm-hmm. and I don't remember if he was seriously doing it or if he was actually making it funny. But either yeah. ways, it is a worth watch. Yeah, and also uh, for all the upcoming actors or guys who are interested in acting, irrespective of where you are, I think you definitely have to check out Peter Sellers. He he will definitely give you an idea about what all it takes to act. And this is a guy who has done so many roles. Just like in the movie that I'm suggesting, the name of the movie... And don't shy away from any of the shady stuff, okay? When you're researching someone, you have, go to, deep. T- you have to take it all in. Yeah, there go is, deep. There is shady stuff. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, uh, the name of the movie of my suggestion for this episode is The Mouse That Roared. The Mouse That Roared. The Mouse That Roared. It's a very funny movie. It's basically about this godforsaken country. It's a very peanut-sized country. And they're going into financial troubles. So the the prince, the queen and the ministers and, and the whole, uh, you know, whatever is... What do you call that? The courtsmen? Like, who are the people who are... The council the, of the kingdom. Yes. Decide that they should wage a war on America and lose the war so that the American aid can help them survive the financial crisis. But they can't tell it to their army that it's a fake war. So they have to inspire them to go and fight the war with America, right? And their their army size is hardly like 20 people or 10 people, okay? Ah. So, so the whole story is about how the army general is so motivated and uh, he wants to go and fight a war with America. And in America, there's a completely different story that's happening, right? So long story short, what happens is America feels that this small country has the most dangerous weapon that is there in the world. Okay. Okay. So now America is trying to become friends with this country, but the army has already left to attack America. Right. So what happens in the end is, uh, you know, it's for you guys to check it out, but it's a very interesting movie, super funny. And you need to be a little patient to understand the humor of the movie, mm-hmm. but it is, it is, uh, it's directed by Jack Arnold. I think they're going to get dreams about the word America. America, guys. The number of times you said it. America is is the inspiration. But anyways, that's my recommendation of uh, Peter Sellers, the the lead actor. He does multiple roles. 
he is the army general he is uh, also the council minister of the kingdom also oh, like dr strange love dr strange love yeah it is on the lines of dr strange love but very different it's mm. it's a color movie don't bang your head bogus take it easy it's a tough spot um so on to my recommendation now i have one of the all time classics a japanese classic made in 1950 by akira kurosawa akira kurosawa if you've not heard heard this name he is counted as one of the best filmmakers of all time like fellini they were contemporaries um so the name of the movie is called rashomon rashomon means citadel gate or city gate so there was a time in japan when kyoto and not tokyo was the capital and basically this movie is centered around the gate of the capital city so it opens on a very bleak setting is black and white rain is just pouring down this downpour of rain the city looks desolate like godzilla yeah the city looks desolate and is deserted and it looks very dystopian okay and under the gate taking shelter from the rain are a priest and a wood woodcutter both of these both these guys are in a daze of sorts they just look like they witnessed something horrific a commoner also comes to take shelter from the rain and is working to build a bonfire for them to warm up and while he's doing that these guys start narrating a story so the main story of the movie involves around a bandit a samurai and his wife in the forest okay yeah so the main allegation of the case so this case is being tried in the royal court and the woodcutter and um the priest had actually witnessed the court proceedings and they came out shocked the main allegation of the case was that the bandit raped the samurai's wife and then killed him and left his body in the forest and then the woodcutter saw it so you have three different narrations from the bandit from the wife and from the ghost of the samurai they call a medium who invokes the ghost of the samurai okay all these three give different versions the bandit says he um he was able to tie up the husband and get his way with the wife uh, and they both had a fair fight a duel where the bandit killed the samurai the wife says she was ashamed that she gave in to the bandit and his her wife was her husband was disgusted with her she ultimately ended up killing him with a dagger and the samurai says he was so ashamed the woodcutter or the samurai the samurai the samurai is still alive no the ghost oh okay. the samurai's ghost came to testify so the samurai says he was so ashamed by his wife's behavior that he killed himself he took his own life so you have three people giving you three different versions of the story and then the woodpecker has his own version of the story so wood you can see how woodcutter hmm. sorry uh so you can see how the whole narrative is it just keeps twisting and turning you never know what actually happened and to un- to think that this kind of a story came out in 1950 it's just amazing you have to watch this movie and also kazuo miyagawa was the director of photography he deserves special mention because of the beautiful cinematography in this movie every frame looks like a painting of course kurosawa also has a hand in that because uh, before he was a director he was a art director of sorts he used to make storyboards oh so which is something he has similar with ridley scott ridley scott was a storyboard artist mhm so you see why visually their uh, their movies are so striking so oh, yeah so rashomon basically guys check it out for the story for the direction for the photography and for the actors toshiro mifune one of the best actors of all time all time globally he was like japan samitab bachchan of sorts um but very big guy and amazing actor and there's also takashi shimura who's who plays character roles in kurosawa movies but he's a staple in the kurosawa 
stable so yeah a wonderful movie yeah guys i just want to add on that uh, just take the name of the movie and skip the whole bloody description that bogus just gave because uh, the movie is really good yeah i'm sorry it dragged on for a while but you can see how the stories don't bring back dead bogus they're already lonely i mean nothing brings back the dead except for zombie movies yeah which predominantly have come up in america you're going to give people nightmares dude i see it no one would have said america that much Including even during the, the gold rush yeah <laughs> including the president yeah <laughs> it's beautiful guys it's beautiful beautiful but oh we still still not done with it no i'm done i'm okay. done i just wanted to say but stimulating topic to think of because it's a stimulating kind of podcast you know yeah yeah and it definitely has stimulated me for sure stimulated stimulated all of these things you you come for all of these things this is a package deal okay you can't be like oh i like this but i like like that no it's all together in another world you're already late to your office and you probably have missed some of your house calls i agree jack and i think that's that's the reason why it's the right time to wind up this episode absolutely mark so here is my goodbye and my two cents to you me goodbye jack and my two cents to you are me Hey thanks for listening. You can follow this podcast on Spotify to get notified of new episodes every Thursday. We're also on Apple Podcasts for those of you who have partaken in the forbidden fruit. If you liked what you heard, leave us a 5-star rating and a comment. Say anything like the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. A rating and a comment really helps us out. It's free, and I'm told that's a great price. But enough about us, huh? Tell us about yourself. Leave us a comment. Our Twitter is at thigap, and we are underscore thigap on Instagram.